What's up everyone? It's Matthew here at Midland Pictures. Today we're talking about media management and archiving. Check it out. Thanks again everyone for watching. Today, like I said, we are talking about media management and archiving. We produce a lot of videos for our clients here at Midland Pictures and that creates a lot of data. And we have to have a system for storing all that data long term. That's our archive. The reason that we do this is because we want to make sure that we have those assets to be able to use for future projects or to pull up old projects if a client needs to do a refresh make some changes, do some updates, whatever the case may be. It's important when you're working with digital media, whether it's graphics, photography, video, to store, in my opinion, everything that you create. You never wanna be in a situation where a client needs access to an old project and you're missing media. It can lead to a lot of problems, even possibly legal action, and we just use the overall policy of let's just save everything. So you can see here we have a huge stack of drives and these drives are an accumulation of about three years of work that I've done as an independent contractor and then for the last two years running my own company. So what you see here are a few boxes filled with what I would say are our main archive drives. So we have these protective cases and each of them has a one to four terabyte internal drive inside where we store our clients backed up projects. It's just a basic run of the mill 5400 RPM uh, hard drive. They go for about 60 bucks on Amazon. I try to do things in, in two terabyte increments for two reasons. We don't have a 4K workflow predominantly. We're still recording in 1080. And I don't like the idea if one of these drives were to fail, and let's say it was an eight terabyte drive, to have to get all eight terabytes put back together from a backup. So I trade off a few things and I have more archive drives, but I only have to deal with two terabytes at a time. Now I am probably going to up these to at least a four terabyte drive, but I've been really tempted to go to an eight terabyte because a lot of these drives here, these external drives uh, that have enclosures, they're actually cheaper per gigabyte than the two and four terabyte drives that I commonly buy. So it's a little bit of a debate that I'm having and I'm not quite sure what I'm gonna do, but I at least think I'm gonna start using four terabyte drives instead of two terabyte drives just to keep the amount of drives down. The amount of projects we're doing have really gone up and we've been adding a lot of archive drives just in the last year. You can see here we have uh, 20 archive drives. I think there's two of them that haven't been filled yet, um, but we fill them up pretty regularly. So the difference between these archive drives and these archive drives is just that these are the backup for these drives. I don't ever want a client project stored in one location. So maybe about a year ago, I purchased all of these eight terabyte drives and started backing up all of the main archive drives. I wanted everything in two places. That way, if one of these drives were to fail, I could easily take the media that was lost and copy it back over to a replacement drive. So these are all kept in a secure location in our studio. And you can see there's a lot of data here. Between all of our client work, we have eight, 16, 24, 32, 36 terabytes of data just in client work from three plus years. 
So it's quite a bit to store and it really does add up not only data but cost, but it's absolutely essential. And if you are not doing this, you need to start now. Now, one other solution that a lot of people use is they use Backblaze. Backblaze is a cloud solution that allows you to take, let's say, a drive that has online storage or, or even an archive drive and copy it to the cloud. I haven't embraced that yet because like you can see, there's 32 terabytes here and it can be quite expensive and very time consuming to back it up. Now, don't get me wrong, the downside of losing these, if something were to happen to both drives, we certainly don't wanna be without that data. So I'm looking for an offsite solution in the Omaha area so I can store a third copy of these archives offsite. The other issue with doing something like Backblaze is because I run Midland Pictures out of my home studio, I only have a residential internet plan and Cox instills a one terabyte data cap on those plans and I'd have to pay like an extra $50 per month to go unlimited. Obviously the, the cost of losing data is worth the extra $50 a month but I haven't made that transition yet and I just don't know if I'm prepared to take 32 terabytes of data and put it up in the cloud. I might consider a, an off-site location uh, option instead. So one of the big questions with regards to all this data, especially because we have a lot of clients that tap back into this data for newer projects. They wanna use B-roll from a previous shoot, audio, an old interview, whatever it is. And we need to be able to quickly search these drives without having to plug them in. So what options do we have for that? One option is, and this is what I used to do, is I created a spreadsheet that had the project that was on each drive. So a spreadsheet, let's say it has you know drives one through 10, and each drive is cataloged with what project is on there, but not individual files, things like that. What started happening was we'd need like this one logo file or this one, uh, this one video file, and it was difficult to have to remember which project it was in and then pull that project up from the archive and search it. So I wanted to find a solution that allowed us to catalog all these drives and be able to search them when they're not connected. And that software application that does that is incredible. It's called NeoFinder. I stumbled across this through a friend of mine in Lincoln, Nebraska, who does a lot of post-production work. He recommended using this because it was a solution for him just like it is for us. And that also led us, if you see one of my earlier videos, uh, to use an app called A Better Finder Rename to custom name all of our files. That makes NeoFinder work even better because there's so much more information in the file names for it to be able to search. So NeoFinder came along and really saved us a lot of time. And I wanna take you through just a little bit of the interface and how it works so that you can see if maybe this is a solution for you. I have a feeling it's going to be. All right, so we have NeoFinder here, and I'm opening it up, and you can see over here on the left, I've got my folders broken down between my main archives, my backups of my archives, um, an archive we have for a specific client that does a lot of work with us, and then my personal YouTube archives. This is really simple. We've just literally have a folder breakdown of all of the different projects that we have, broken down by year, and searchable just like it would be in Finder. The beauty is if you need a certain file type like Brookside PNG, 
it's going to pull up all the PNG files I have with Brookside. Now, this is searching a catalog database that the program created, and it's searching drives that are currently disconnected because they're sitting here right next to me in this big pile. So this is a really valuable tool for being able to search everything that you have archived without having to plug in the drives. Now granted, once you do find the file, you do need to go pick up that drive, plug it in and start searching it to grab that file. But it's so much faster and easier than plugging in drives, searching for them, etc. Now, you obviously need to have some pretty organized files and we use a project tree that we sort of custom made with uh, a, a partner of ours so that our file storage system for all of our media and projects is the same across every project. But this is really an app that you should strongly consider getting. You can pop over to Google and just do a search for NeoFinder. And it'll come up. I believe the application is $40 for a license. You can download it here and it'll allow you to catalog, I believe, 10 drives for free and then anything more than that requires a license. There are a lot more features that NeoFinder has, stuff that I haven't even wrapped my head around. Right now for $40 to be able to just use it as a very simple way to catalog all of our archive drives is hugely valuable. So again, everyone, the application is called NeoFinder, N-E-O-F-I-N-D-E-R. It's a great application that allows you to catalog all of your files. It doesn't even have to be just for archives. You could catalog all your online files, working drives, drives that you distribute to other editors, just so that you always have a record and a database of all the files that are out there. I personally don't use it for that. Uh, I just use it for the archives and it has been hugely beneficial and saved us a ton of time. Overall, media management, especially archives of all your projects, is an important but time-consuming process. Anything that we can do to save time, make things more efficient, develop systems that work much better for us is hugely important. Now, in the comments, I'd love to hear what some of your solutions are for data management and archiving. We'd love it if you like this video. Hit that subscribe button if you want to see more from us, and click on the bell if you want to get notifications for when we upload videos. Thanks again, everyone, for watching. We really love talking about this stuff. Media management and archiving, a really crucial part of any production company's workflow and post-production workflow. Thanks again for watching, and we'll see you again soon.